Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. I'm your host, Steve Kramer. Bonus episode day. In this episode, we give you a sneak peek at one of our Coach's Edge meetings. This is a screen share, audio, somewhat of a presentation by our strength coach and assistant coach at Trine University, Drew Lehman. Drew is meeting with some of our Coach's Edge members in this audio explaining the off-season strength and conditioning program that is a part of the Coach's Edge membership and is also a part of the Kramer Basketball app, which all the players in the Coach's Edge membership get access to. So this is a reminder. Coach'sEdge.coach shuts down on Friday. I'll say this. We've had this comment from multiple coaches about their membership. You guys were like having an additional assistant coach on staff. That's one of the, that's all I need to know. That's one of the best compliments that we've received with coachesedge.coaches that were that helpful because we know how important assistant coaches are to helping a team and a program. And that's the trying to try to, the value that we want to try to bring to you as a basketball coach. You got enough things on your hands. We want to make your job that much easier as we continue to teach, share, and learn the great game of basketball. So when you join coachesedge.coach, you get access to all of these meetings. Drew is just gonna, we're gonna show you a short audio uh, clip from one of our past Coaches Edge meetings as he talks about off-season strength and condition. You get access to hundreds of videos. You get access to small group and individual player drill. You get access, you want a quick hitter, we have quick hitters. You want special situation, we talk about that. We have uh, at least two Coaches Edge meetings a month. We have presentations, roundtable discussions, as well as guest speakers. All of this in one big group bundle, everything that you need. And the last thing I'll say is we'll probably open this up at some point in the summer. I don't know when. All I can tell you is it's not going to be the price that it is right now. Because when we started CoachesEdge.coach, it didn't come with an app. It comes with an app now, right? That's like twice the value. You can get all of that for the same price that we opened up the very first time in October when CoachesEdge.coach debuted. So I'll stop talking and get to this episode. Great episode with Drew as he shares a little bit about the value and importance of off-season strength and conditioning, how it can benefit your program, and you get a little bit of insight on what one of our Coaches Edge meetings is like. Let's get to the show. Things. Um, there, there's sort of an explanation there. Um, the the warm-up, um, I, I can't stress this this enough, um, both warming up and cooling down of, of how important that is with all these these strength and conditioning, um, you know, particularly with, with high school athletes, um, you know, who may not have a lot of experience um, with, with the weight room or, or doing those kind of, of workouts. Um, war, warming up is extremely, extremely important but before every workout. Um, you know, this, you know, it doesn't have to be too intense, but you should kind of get your heartbeat going a little bit, start, sort of creating a, um, a little bit of a sweat. Um, but I really like that, you know, dynamic stretching, 
Um, the foam roller is one of my favorite pieces of equipment that, that there is. Um, I, I know that that's, you know, relatively new. Um, and a lot of people might not be familiar with it. So if you guys want to, you know, reach out, um, I can, I can, you know, give you some, some different exercises on that, or maybe point you in the direction of, of some videos. Um, I'm going to, I'm actually going to work on that with, with our team the rest of this spring of putting together videos of, of some of our, um, players using the foam roller, things like that. But, you know, it could be a five, 10 minute jog jump rope is a really great warm up. you know, a stationary bike, but just something to get your body moving, um, that type of thing before you start, that's going to help you, you know, get the most out of your, out of your warmups and, and, you know, prevent injury as well, which is, which is really huge. Um, you know, same, same thing with, with the cool down, you know, doing 15 to 20 minutes of, you know, static stretching, you know, at once, once you're done, is going to help you recover a lot quicker and, you know, release some of that soreness and, and have you ready to go for, for the next day. You know, particularly if you're doing lower body stuff, you know, you're, you're not going to want to be able to barely walk the next day when you're trying to go through a shooting workout or, or doing another lift, that kind of thing. So warming up and cool down, I, I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, but we'll have, you know, the weekly layout here. So, you know, Monday, you know, lift one. Um, Tuesday would be a plyo workout. Wednesday, lift two. Thursday, plyo workout two. And, and Friday, lift three. I, I, I think three, three days a week is, is pretty solid for, again, specifically for high school athletes. You know, I think guys, guys in college, you may bump that up to, to four days potentially if you're, you know, doing a couple different you know, exercise groups. That's what we're doing with our guys right now is, is a four day a week program. Um, we're also giving them three days off. It's been pretty, pretty long season for us. So we're, we're trying to get a good balance there. Um, and then, and then Saturday, Saturday and Sunday are, are, you know, kind of, kind of days where you can recover a little bit. I, I, again, I think, you know, for basketball players, Saturday's a great day to get, get shots up, um, you know, play open gym, things like that, you know, that's it's a really important part of being a great basketball player, you know, when you're doing this, is to, to not neglect the, the skill development aspect of it too. You know, I, I think it's a misconception to say you can't shoot on the same day that you're lifting. And, and I think that's, that's actually a great way to, to loosen up your muscles after, after a lift is, is getting some shots up, um, doing it the right way. You know, you don't want guys out there jacking threes after, you know, doing a bunch of chest exercises or, or upper body, you know, that way you're getting into bad habits there, but to, you know, get some shots up around the basket, get loose a little bit and then move back out from there. Um, I, I think you can actually get a lot done um, through that. So a little more information here uh, of understanding the lift, um, but that's just, that's just kind of, kind of the layout. Um, going into the, uh, the plyo workouts, um, these, these ones are, are going to be a little bit shorter. And again, most, most of these workouts are designed, you know, not trying to kill guys, you, you know, 20 to, you know, 30 minutes max. They, they should last about 25 minutes, but these are really geared into speed, you know, the agility and, and explosiveness, make, making you a better athlete. Um, so, you know, you're not going for long periods of time. Uh, for example, in plyo workout one here, um, you know, we got the pyramid box jumps. So, you know, kind of a brief explanation. If you got four plyo boxes at different heights, you want to kind of line those up with a, with a space in between each one. 
So you jump up onto the first plow box, off it, jump straight up onto the next one, jump off, and then onto the third and then onto the fourth um, in succession. So you go through, go through that twice and then you take a break. Again, just getting off the floor quickly. You know, you take, then you're taking a, you know, one and a half to up to two minute rest and then going again. So you want every single rep to be really, really explosive. So you're getting, you know, an increase in your vertical quickness, explosiveness, all that stuff. You know, we're not, we're not trying to wear you out or anything like that. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in for basketball in particular that, you know, you can get in great shape playing the game, you know, doing individual workouts, playing open gym, running up and down. We, we do very, very little, if any, conditioning here at Trine without a ball in our hands. You know, we, we believe that you can get a lot done doing those different things. Um, and, and, you know, at our level, you know, the, the retention aspect of it is, is really huge. So if, if there's some way we can kind of gain an advantage for them mentally and not try to just, you know, beat them down by just doing sprints back and forth, we can, you know, make it a little more enjoyable, you know, whether we're, you know, doing full court layups or we got a ball involved or, you know, playing open gym three to four times a week, we feel like you can get that conditioning aspect in there. So all of our strength and conditioning workouts are really geared into that explosiveness and, you know, one rep at a time. That's, that's really, really good. You know, you know, for example, you, you got the ball in the wing, you know, you're not trying to go at one speed a bunch of different times. You want to go at, you know, multiple speed and be able to explode by a guy. And that's what we're kind of, kind of working on here. So, and then with, with some of the other ones, um, so there, I, I think. I'm going to interrupt you real quick, Drew, just because I, yeah, I, I want to emphasize one thing that you mentioned. I was talking to a, a strength coach on a podcast that's going to come out later. And he was saying the exact same thing that, that you're talking about as far as, I mean, you have 15 seconds for those reps, 15 seconds. That's nothing. Right. And he was saying the same thing. He's like, if we're on to build a better athlete, more athletic, faster, jumping higher, more explosive, change in direction. We go in short, explosive bursts. We concentrate on speed and explosiveness. And I've tried to really emphasize this with players because, well, if we're doing a workout, I'm saying, hey, we're going 12 seconds. We're going 15 seconds and we'll have kid, and then we'll take this rest period. And kids are like, but coach, I'm ready. Or we're not working hard enough. We're not going long enough. And I said, listen, we're not, the point is not for us to keep working out. The point is us to, to get more athletic and more explosive. And, so, and it's, it's, it's almost, you got to reteach, you know, their mentality. Cause I think so many kids, especially have kind of been brainwashed. Like you're not going to get in great shape unless you're like constantly doing stuff. And actually that's going to hurt you as far as, you know, the jump, the explosiveness, the, the first step. I mean, it's just so key to go in, in short bursts. So I just wanted to emphasize that as you were talking about the plyo stuff, I think that's, that's phenomenal. Yep, and, and everything here is, is, again, geared towards being a great basketball player. You know, I, I get into, you know, for lack of a better word, arguments with our guys sometimes. You know, they want to – they come in and tell me, you know, hey, you know, I've been, I've been working hard. I got out and ran three miles today and did this. And I, why would you do that? You know, you're, you're a basketball player. When, when are you ever going to run in a straight line for three miles? You know, it, it's never going to do that. It's not, not applicable to what we're trying to get done. So I'd much rather have you go run three suicides, you know, as fast as you can with a break in between than, than going out and, you know, just 
running miles. So um, going on here, there's uh, three, three different cycles um, we got them listed as. So in, in uh, number one here, you got workout one for week one, workout one for week two, and then next page, workout one for week three, workout one for, for week four. So, you know, depending on what your days look like, you know, you can set this up in different ways, depending on what your schedule is, obviously. Um, but you, you got chest and triceps. So you can print these off. They're, they're in PDFs. Um, I, I think when you're, when you're just getting started, I, I think it can be really beneficial to record um, what you're doing. Uh, we we kind of have... Um, you know, a system here, we have, we have a whiteboard basically in our weight room. So I'll go in there and write up the, the workout that we're doing that day on, on the whiteboard. Um, and because I have a strength and conditioning, I'm, I'm able to work with our guys outside of the season. So I can be in there, you know, monitoring them, making sure they're, they're doing the right things in terms of adding weight or, you know, taking some off if, if the form's not correct. Cause if it's not, then one, you're not going to get as much work out of it. And two, you're going to um, likely put yourself in positions where you could get hurt. Um, so we, we definitely want to focus on having the proper form versus going super heavy on the weights right away. Um, these ones, I, I, I like this workout. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of push-ups involved, um, especially getting started in, in cycle one. I, I think that's great for guys that may not be as, as experienced. Um, that, that is going to wear you out a little bit. And, and same thing here where, you know, we're not trying to kill them as well. So, you know, if you, if I got, three sets of bench on here at eight reps and, you know, they're absolutely dying on, on rep five, you know, we can, we can kind of rack that and then adjust the weight from there. The amount of weight you're using should always reflect the amount of reps. So your last rep should be, you know, challenging, but you should still be able to explode whether that's a, you know, a squat, a bench press, deadlift, whatever that that is you're doing. But, you know, if they're starting to fail at reps four and five, you know, we can rack the weight and then make the, make the adjustments um, on it from there. But so you got all four workouts here for week one. And then, you know, the next, the next PDF that you click on, um, you know, cycle one workout two will be the same thing. So this will be day two. You got them all right here on one page. And that way you can really kind of track the progress that they got going as well. So, you know, if, if week one, you know, they don't get all eight reps on, on bent over barbell row, you know, you maybe keep that same weight for, for week two or maybe even, you know, go, go down a little bit. And then, you know, by, by weeks three and four, you're kind of seeing how much progress is being made. And then once you're starting to get all those reps, then you can start to, you know, in, increase the weight and things like that. So that's what, you know, conditioning cycle one, workout three um, is going to look similar. Again, they're all just – different workouts. So we've got, you know, the chest and tries, um, back and buys, and then um, workout number three is gonna be more legs and shoulders focused. So we're, you know, working at different body parts um, throughout the week. And then cycle cycle two and cycle three, we'll, we'll shift up the workouts a little bit. That way, you know, you got the same workouts for, you know, four straight weeks. Then once you kind of start to get used to them, then we'll go into, into cycle two, kind of shift things up. So instead of chest and tries, now we're going chest and back, 
mixing up the workouts, you know, different set and rep ranges. That way, you, you know, you don't want your body to just get used to doing the same thing over and over and over again. If we just do, you know, three sets of 10 on, on the bench press for, you know, 12 weeks in a row, you know, you're going to get really good at doing three sets of 10 as, as opposed to, you know, actually getting stronger, more explosive. So we're going to mix up, we're going to mix up those um, in cycles two and three. And, and then again, um, through, throughout the duration of, of the lifts. So, but that's what you're going to have there. That, that's kind of, kind of the layout. Um, what kind of, what kind of questions do you guys have about this? Anything specifically or, you know, about the programs? Before we get into our interview, we'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, serving mid-Michigan in the thumb with their big three automotive needs. They have a wide range of products from Chevy, Buick, Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. They also have a large selection of pre-owned vehicles. With one of the largest selections of trucks in the state, they are sure to fit your needs. Standish and Gladwin, our truck country, stop in and see them today. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, they will get you right. When I lived in Ohio, I still went all the way up to Standish because I knew they were going to take care of me when it came to getting a new vehicle. Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, they are all about service. I like how you have the, so for cycle one, you actually have like week, what is this, week five? week six, week seven, and week eight of the same workouts on the same sheet. So as a coach, I can literally look on the same sheet of paper and see what their progress is. You know, if they're lifting more weight or if they failed on some reps, I can see that instead of, you know, the traditional way to do it would be like, okay, here's your handout and here's a week workout five and it's chest back and then the next workout on that sheet of paper is leg shoulders and so you don't have the compare and contrast right there um so i just i just think the way that it's organized is really well and i can show you guys what it looks like on the app when drew finishes here as well i just like the way it's organized yeah i, I do think that's important um for guys to be able to see progress um especially in, in the weight room it's 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 not it's not a you know a place that's you know seen as a whole lot of fun um but at least i i've noticed here that you know when guys do see a little bit bit of progress and you know they start getting a little bit bigger too you know our, our guys are starting to have a lot of fun staring at themselves in the mirror which you know i, I think they're they're wasting a little bit of their time there every every once in a while i kind of got to got to kick them back to, to focusing <laughs> on what we're trying to get done but um, being able to you know see that progress is, is really huge so, and I, I know every every level is probably a little bit different um, with with how much you want to, how much time you want to spend um, in the weight room doing strength and conditioning. Um, you know, at least for us at at, at our level, it, it's been kind of nice for me to have that strength and conditioning certification because we're not really allowed to do anything outside of our 19 week basketball season. But now being able to get them in in the weight room outside of season is is pretty nice for us to be able to focus on that. And after playing that game against Randolph Macon, we, we saw how, how, you know, we kind of got physically dominated uh, in that one. So we put a real emphasis 
um, on the weight room this this spring. And uh, we're, we're hoping to see a lot of benefits from that next year. It shows the levels a little bit because you guys were, I mean, the, the most physical team in the MIAA, you know. Mm -hmm. And so you go from that to, okay, this might be the most physical team in the nation. You know, it's just, it's interesting yep. to see those levels. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they play in, they play in a tough league um, over there as well. There's a lot of good division three schools over on, on the East coast. All right, Drew, if you want to unshare and then I'm going to go to the app and kind of show them what it looks like on that side. Uh, so when the, when you and your players have the app that Drew's created, um, essentially it will show all of those Excel docs, which like those, those PDFs that, that we created with Drew are essentially more for the coaches. Yeah, you could hand them all out to the players if you want and do whatever you want to do. If you want it more from a you know, a smartphone or, or players are doing some of these workouts on their own. This gives you the breakdown, the calendar of what those those workouts would would look like as far as, you know, the weeks. And this just keeps rolling because it's a it's a 12 week strength strength program. Um, and so what Drew was breaking down was like, OK, month three or what what call cycle three workout one. There's workout two, there's workout three. We talk a little bit about the. The, the warm up for some of those. He talks about some of the plyo workouts. And so everything is in there. And with the, with the app, it has a video demonstration as well. So if I go, but every single one, as you can see here is video demoed. And then these are, you know, the, the sets Drew recommended, the reps Drew recommended and everything's got its own little video. If there happens to be an exercise that some of these are pretty basic, um, but some of them are new and Drew puts in different, some consistency, but also new uh, lifts throughout those, those three months. And so every single one has some video demonstration to go just to keep your, give your players an idea of what proper form um, looks like. Everything is demonstrated for you um, there. And you just click on that and a little video pops up, shows you they're all really short, quick uh, videos. Um, so, you know, they're not watching a video for two minutes or whatever it is. They can see what it is that, that they want to do real quick and then they can get back to back to their workout. So um, do you guys have any questions about the, the app portion uh, for me? Or any questions for Drew? You can fire back out. Hey, uh, Coach Layman, let me let me ask you this question here. Um, so you you talked about like guys saying, "Hey, I ran three miles a day," and you're like, "There's no point in that." Um, you rather have them do short like uh, type sprints, suicides, um, so be it like that. So I we have a couple young men. Um, obviously, we didn't have a season this year. Um, we decided to cancel it, but a couple of our young men, like obviously, you know they try to stay on top of it from a fitness standpoint, but they're just not in basketball shape right now. And we've been given access for like four weeks to be with the guys to do stuff. Yeah. Um, what are, I guess, what are ways I can like tell a couple of our young men being like, Hey, instead of going, like going outside and run like two, three miles, like what are some ways I could share with them be like, Hey, this is better for you to get you more in the basketball kind of shape instead of just running straight. Like you said for two, three miles. Yeah. So, so you guys got, um, about four weeks that you got your guys like from now until the end of the semester, basically. 
Yeah, yeah, we go uh, three days a week with them, but I think we have four weeks remaining. Okay. Yeah, well, well, to me, I think at this time of the year, the, the biggest thing they can do is lift weights. You know, I'd, I'd much rather them get bigger and stronger right now than, than focus on trying to get in, in cardiovascular shape because I, I don't know how well that's going to maintain over, over, over the summer and the fall before, you know, practice is not even until October. So I, I think this time of year is really good to, to hit the weight room. Um, and, and I would much rather focus on individual skill development at this, at this point. You know, I, I'd say those two things are, you know, way more important than, you know, doing a bunch of cardio or, or anything like that. You know, I, I think that the skill development and the, the size and the strength is, is much better. Again, if you're, if you're going to, you know, do some sort of conditioning for basketball, you know, I, I think this in particular for the spring, um, summer, I, I'd much rather do sprint workouts um, or something where we're changing speed, changing direction a lot, making making cuts, you know, to get open, whatever. If you set up a chair, you know, we, we do, a, we run a motion offense. Um, so we, we use chairs a lot if, if we're doing something one-on-no, we're working on, you know, whatever, curl cuts, flare cuts. You know, I'd, I'd much rather do five really hard explosive cuts to a shot at the elbow and, and get the conditioning in that way versus, you know, whatever, whatever else you could do, you know, running things like that. But th those would be my two biggest things would be focusing on the weight room and, and then doing, doing some skill development. I think you can get a lot of conditioning done in 30 to 45 minutes of, of a one on zero basketball workout, you know, but by the end of that, if you're, you know, going hard and getting really quality reps, you know, you, you should be, you know, breathing pretty heavy and, and sweating pretty good. Thank you. So are, are you guys able to, uh, you know, kind of do whatever you want with those four weeks? Like, can you do pr run practices or open gyms on their own? What, what, what kind of uh, stipulations do you have? Uh, yeah, so we've actually now just gotten the clearance. Like we were just allowed like 10 people at a time in the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, but as of, I guess, last Sunday, we've been given clearance by the president being like, hey, you can go full team live. Um, so we make it as similar to a practice style as we can. Um, but after these like four weeks are done, we've already said to the guys like, hey, we'll give you guys a week off. And then we're going to designate two or three nights a week where it's like, okay, we're going to do pickup. But like, Coaches are going to be there one one or an hour and a half early before play. If you guys want to do some skill development prior to playing, mm -hmm. um, just kind of giving them those kind of things. Uh, like you said, I, I I like what you said. Just right now, like instead of me being so focused on their cardio and me get having them get back in shape right away, I think you just saying like those two things of like, hey, focus more on the weights, and then when you come in for your skill development stuff or the team stuff we're doing right now, you know, really put a hard emphasis on going hard. You're going to get your breaks in between. We'll really focus on that. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. All right, Coach Lamb, you want to talk a little bit, uh, like to talk, hear a little bit about your past basketball season and kind of any any takeaways that, that we can have from it? You know, this this year was was pretty interesting. And, um, you know, I, I know everybody was was dealing with, with the COVID stuff and it, it was new for us all. Um, but but I, I think we did benefit Quite quite a bit from that. Um, I, I 
And, and what I mean by that is we were pretty fortunate for the most part um, to not have too many shutdowns. We did have, we did have a few guys get it. Um, and we had a couple games canceled right before our break. Um, the way our class schedule was set up was to send everybody home at, at Thanksgiving and not have a Thanksgiving break. We just had basically from Thanksgiving until January 20th. So we had, you know, that, you know, six or seven week break from, from classes, um, you know, a little over a month and a half, I, I think it was. Um, and so we sent, we sent our basketball guys home for, for a whole month. I, I think having, having that break was, was really key. And then, you know, other than that, we didn't get shut down much from COVID in terms of um, practice or sitting many guys out. Uh, we, we did have to sit out one starter against um, one of, in one of our league games. Um, his, his roommate got it. He was contact traced. Um, but other than that, we, we were very... I hope that you found this episode beneficial. You enjoyed speaking with Drew, Trine University. They have one of the top Division three programs in the nation. They only lost one game this year, and that was the number one ranked Randolph-Macon. We continue to go for about another 20 minutes in this episode as he really breaks down their season, gives us some really great takeaways um, and the things that they try to concentrate on this season with what they, what they apply. And uh, another note is Brooks Miller, the head coach at Trine University, is going to be joining the Coach's Edge podcast next month. So that's going to be an awesome, awesome episode. And I can't wait for you to dig in and hear that as well. Again, thank you for listening. We hope this, that you find this beneficial. And listen, if you're sick of scouring the internet, looking for plays and drills, and you're sick of trying to pick apart and say, man, what works and who do I need to talk to? And you're, you're wondering, are other coaches having the same issues as me? We have all of that with the Coach's Edge. You want to ask other coaches from other areas that may be struggling with some of the same things that you are? Maybe you're running, wondering how they run their practices. You can pick up some teaching points from them and vice versa. The coachesedge.coach is the place for you. If you're hungry to get better, every single coach inside our membership is hungry to get better. And I know personally, I become a much better coach learning from all the great coaches that we have inside our membership. And obviously the content, the content continues to grow. Every month we upload new content into your membership. And it's not just me. I don't claim to be a great coach. I don't claim to know more than you. I probably don't. But what I do think I am good at is helping connect some people, putting myself around people that are smarter than me, which is why we have a college strength coach who contributes to the program. We have an awesome culture and leadership high school coach who contributes content to the program. We have another college coach in AJ Burton who contributes to the membership. And then we obviously have somebody who runs the website. And then just me, I'm more of kind of the, the vision guy trying to put things together. So if you're hungry to improve, you're learning from all of the contributors at the Coach's Edge. You're learning from all of our members at the Coach's Edge. And that's the coaches that we want to work with. Those that are hungry to continue to get better. So thank you again for listening. And if you have any questions, let me know. Contact at KramerBasketball.com. As mentioned, registration closes 
at the end of the week. Thank you and have a great day.